mindfulness mode. Go into nature and put your feet into the grass. Take a walk in nature. Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness here on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. Mindful Tribe, it's so important for us to be focused on our health, at least to be careful about what we're doing to to live a healthy life. That's a big piece of the puzzle. And today I have the founder of Distill and Express with me today. And it's, it's really exciting to have her on the show. She is somebody that just seems to have a natural uh, way of connecting with wellness and health. She's certainly a trailblazer in her industry. She's discovered healthy ingredients for food and she has some of the best, most hippest workouts ever and innovations in activewear. She's a wellnesspreneur. Jamie is with me today. Jamie Sabat. Jamie, are you in mindfulness mode today? I am. Thank you for having me, Bruce. It's my honor. I'm really excited to talk to you because I know when it comes to health and wealth and love and happiness, you have a lot of advice in all of these topics. So it's really great to have you here. What does mindfulness mean to you, Jamie? Mindfulness to me is, you know, it's really interesting. I feel like even when we think of like our health insurance, we separate the body, your dental insurance and your eye and everything is, you know, it's all separated. It's all about being holistic, in my opinion. It's about connecting mind, body and spirit and really um, thoughtfully thinking about how your mind works in a spiritual way. Well, our mind certainly does work in a spiritual way. Tell me, when was the first time you realized that in your life? Well, so probably, you know, as a young child, I, you know, got into a lot of trouble. I remember being kicked out of Sunday school because we were talking about Jesus walking on water and I happened to be learning about gravity in the first grade. So I asked the question. So I think at a very young age, I was always questioning and very inquisitive and a little detective. Uh, So I was very spiritual at a at a young age that's interesting we were talking about forgiveness just before i hit record and you mentioned that you feel like that's something that's that's underrated that we don't talk enough about why do you feel like forgiveness is something that we should focus more on in our lives mm, well i think one of the things we have to realize as human beings and as spiritual beings is that we're emitting a frequency we're radiating energy, whether that's love and joy, which are the higher frequencies, or stress and anger and sadness, which are the lower frequencies. So when we ruminate and focus on our regrets, things that we didn't do, or how we would do a situation differently or invest our money in a different way, that's just holding yourself in a negative space. But when you realize, oops, I made that mistake, or another person made a mistake towards me and you just forgive, you forgive yourself, you forgive others, you're able to be in a higher state of vibration and you're able to move forward with your life and in a happy state. But if we're still fixated on the problem or the obstacle or whatever it is, you're not in those high states of vibration. So forgiving yourself 
is key for mistakes or things that you've done, but then also forgiving others and knowing that they're doing the best that they can with the information that they have. Yeah, I really agree with you there. That's for sure. I know that you have the website Mastering Your Second Act. And I'd like to know where you came up with that title, why you feel it's important for us to master our second act. And tell us what we would find when we go to the website, masteringyoursecondact.com. Yes, I'm so happy that you asked about that, Bruce. And I feel it's exactly what we're talking about, almost in a sense of forgiveness, of let it go. What does it look like to actually go through the world mindfully, spiritually connected, conscious of our choices and our actions? So let's take what we did before and put that aside and leave that behind us and move into the second version of ourselves. Move into the Jamie 2.0. What does that person look like? Who are they? And so when you go to Mastering Your Second Act, it's about being mindful and taking control of that in our lives and not just moving through life in a kind of laissez-faire way, but really mastering those skills of human development, of taking control of our life. And so I have a 30-minute masterclass that's free, and you can actually go and listen to it and learn more about the law of attraction, learn about manifestation and how we are really in the driver's seat that we're really in control. We have our subconscious mind and our conscious mind, but we are really in control of our destiny and we're in control of our lives. How have you used these techniques in your own life? Yeah, so it's really interesting. I have discovered neuro-linguistic programming. I've discovered hypnosis, emotional freedom techniques, and also uh, time techniques. And so what I've done is, you know, all of the work that I do with my clients is that the mind is really a high powered supercomputer. And when you realize that and you realize that you can program your mind with the things that you want in your life and remove the things that you don't want in your life, then you have control. So it's like, for example, um, New Year's comes around and New Year's resolutions of like, I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to be fit and healthy. And I'm going to do that by consciously putting out my workout clothes. Well, by January 15th, this New Year's resolution is gone. What we need to do is reprogram the mind and create a new persona, a healthy person. Just, you know, thinking of what would a healthy person do? Well, a healthy person would eat right. A healthy person would go to the gym a healthy person would be meditating and reading personal development books. So it's not just about consciously saying, I'm going to put out those workout clothes and do it, but really reprogramming our subconscious for the things that we want. So I've been using all these powerful tools and techniques on myself. Like I hypnotize myself, I meditate, I use time techniques to clear things that are not serving me so that I can achieve the goals that I want in my life. Can you tell me some of uh, something about some of these hip workouts that you've developed? Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been a yogi for many, many years of my life, but I found that muscle toning, focus on focusing on um, flexibility, all of these sorts of things have really changed my wellness routine and my wellness life 
so that I can really be super fit. And I think one of the things that we need to focus on too is not just being fit, but about why. And when I focus on, well, I want to be in really great shape because I want to run after my children. That is when you really transform into a new person and becoming a healthy being. That way you can achieve the goals that you want, not just like, you know, fitting into your genes, but really being a healthy person. And what's the why behind it? Right. How many children do you have? And I want to know what your children have taught you about mindfulness. Yes, it's super interesting. So I have a three-year-old, her name is Mila, and I have a six-year-old, his name is James. And having children has been one of the biggest reflections for me in my life, and I'm sure many parents that are listening to this can feel that as well. Such an impactful story. I asked my son, James, who was probably five years old, but now six years old, hey, will you do this? Can you pick up after yourself? And he said to me, mama, I'm too busy. (laughs) And then I realized the reason why he was saying that is because I had said that to him. And then I realized as a role model, I don't want to say to my son, I'm too busy to do this thing with you. If I'm saying that to him, he's reflecting it back to me. And I never want to say, you know, I'm too busy to play with you or I'm too busy doing work to be with you. So they're the biggest teachers. And there's just, I have a million more stories like that of our children do what they see us doing, not what we tell them to do. So if they see us reading, they're going to read not because we told them to read. So we really are their role model and they reflect back to me on a daily basis the things that I'm doing in my own life. Jamie, when did you reach the point where you realized you were able to manifest things in your own life? When was that a realization for you? Well, it was a realization for me when people started coming to me. My business was created through manifestation, through literally people in my own life saying, Jamie, you're so happy when the obstacles appear in your life, you move through them, you're calm, you're able to maintain your composure, and you're just manifesting abundance into your life. How are you doing that? Show me how. And then I realized that I had my own process, that I had a process of meditating, journaling, hypnotizing myself. And when I realized that that process was working, I was able to help other people. And now I have many clients that I'm working with that are manifesting for their themselves and in their own life. But it really was, I realized it when other people said to me, you're living an abundant life. Well, I'm fascinated that you hypnotize yourself. I'm a trained hypnotist as well. And I'm just curious, are you a trained hypnotist or did you learn this somewhere else? I'm, I'm wondering where you learned this skill of doing self-hypnosis. Right. Well, I just, I, it just came to me. Like I just manifested it where I was like seeking how, how can I get more control over my mind? And, uh, and then I discovered a certification actually that's out of Canada. It's called Yes Supply. Um, The woman who started this uh, business, who she trains other practitioners, uh, she's in Toronto. Uh So not too far away from you. And I went through the certification process. So I was doing it to myself at first and then I became certified. So now I'm a certified um, hypnotist. 
And do you hypnotize some of your clients to help them reach their goals? I hypnotize all of my clients. Oh, do you? And I realized, you know, like I really started my journey in wellness with essential oils and with meditation. But now that I see the power of hypnosis and when you're, when our brain is in theta brainwave state and how you can quickly draw things into your life and program your mind, I'm a huge fan of hip, hypnosis and use it every day. Well, I am too. I'm, I just think it's absolutely incredible what you can do, not only with yourself, but with others. So with my coaching clients as well, I, I always hypnotize them and find it's just really amazing. So I'm, I'm just curious, what sorts of things have you been able to manifest since you started doing self-hypnosis? Oh, it's unreal. Like I've manifested an apartment on the water surrounded by yachts in Washington, DC, that I never thought that I would live in a place like this and manifested it. Uh, I manifested a car. Um, I've manifested romantic relationships. I've manifested money. So everything, anything, happiness and joy, of course, but physical, tangible things, those are some of the things that I've manifested. And I can see you and feel from you that you have this very relaxed, joyous way about you. And that, that comes across very clearly. So I think that's really exciting what you're saying. And, and now our listeners can go to Mastering Your Second Act to kind of understand some of the things that you do in order to manifest things. Isn't that true? That's right. And I, I really do feel, Bruce, that we there's a connection with the physical realm and the spiritual realm. And if you're listening to this right now, it's calling to you. It's meant for you. We are one in 400 trillion different from another person. That's how unique we are. So if there's something that's calling to you, if there's a voice inside of you that says, I feel I'm meant for more, I feel like there's something else I can do, then you've definitely come to the right place. And go to Mastering Your Second Act and listen to it and hear some of my secrets. And I'm happy to share more. And Jamie, can we go back and talk about some of the challenges you had before you began to realize that you could manifest? Did you have a darker time in your life when you were struggling and, and having challenges that you needed to work through? Definitely. And I think, you know, all of us, you know, it's the human existence to have challenges. It's more about having the tools to overcome those challenges and to have the conscious awareness to see that you're going through a challenging time. I mean, many different things. I when I lived in Europe for four years. I lived in London and I lived in Paris. And before I was doing what I'm doing now, I was a trend forecaster. So I had the ability to predict trends and forecast for the future for many multi-million dollar clients all over the world. And I definitely went through some trying times. Like I was furloughed after 9-11, where I lost my job, where I didn't have an income, where I didn't know where I was gonna live or what was gonna happen to me. And now that I have the tools to know that I'm completely in control, that I'm a co-creator with the universe, I feel I can move through these challenges much more easily. But at the time, 
I felt very lost and I felt very confused and didn't know how I would survive in a way. And so now I have the tools to create whatever it is that I want and bring abundance into my life. Wow, that's beautiful. That really is. I want to talk about essential oils and and the mindfulness that they have added to your life. I love essential oils. And just before this interview, I used bergamot, which I really, really like that one. But tell us how you arrived at realizing that essential oils were so powerful and what they can do for people. Mm, What's funny, people that use essential oils always have a testimonial, right? Well, my wellness journey actually began with essential oils like I could always feel energy obviously working in forecasting and things like that and I had a pretty traumatic birth with my son in New York City so I was determined to do a natural birth and to bring back my power um, as a woman as a mother with my second child and in my eighth month of pregnancy I just but I didn't know how I was going to do it so in my eighth month I discovered essential oils And I started reading and I started learning and everything. And I was like, you know, there are these protocols for natural births, but I was still kind of skeptical. I was still kind of like, oh, it smells good. And lavender relaxes you and all of that stuff. I did the protocol and then I had a natural birth with my daughter only using essential oils, no epidural, no painkillers, nothing, only essential oils. And that when, as soon as I birthed my daughter, I realized the power of Mother Earth and essential oils. And it wasn't just beautiful fragrance, that this was natural medicine. And now, I mean, in my life now, I don't use Tylenol. I don't, I don't use Advil. I don't use any other thing other than essential oils. And I give them to my children. I drink them. I diffuse them. It's really been life-changing for me. And I feel like I have a clarity of mind that my home is not clogged with chemicals. So I really have a clarity of my, in my mind after using essential oils. And I feel like it brought my power back. Just That's incredible. That really is. And I've never heard of drinking essential oils. So can you share that information with us? Sure. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, the only oils that I use and that I recommend are doTERRA essential oils. And the reason why I use them is because they test every single bottle for impurities and things like that. And also just to make everyone who's listening aware, some essential oils say they are, but they're actually chemicals and fragrance and they're not 100 essential oils so obviously do not ingest them but doTERRA are 100 essential oils and i put lemon like i dropped lemon into my water and i use that to cleanse the body and i drink it throughout the day i use frank frankincense under the tongue that helps calm the mind it's really great for free radicals So essential oils are gifts from Mother Nature, and we are supposed to ingest them, but we have to make sure that they are pure essential oils, and they're not, if you could buy them on Amazon or Whole Foods or whatever, they could be chemicals. So you just have to be very careful. Oh, so you have to buy them through doTERRA specifically? Yes. And how do you do that? Is that a website you just go to? Yes. Well, I actually am a representative, so you can get them through me. Okay. And I, what I do is I educate women and I educate mothers 
on protocols to use them with their babies, Mm -hmm. to use them for weight loss, to use them for relaxation, to use them for clarity, meditation. But, um, and I'm sure there are other companies out there that are great and wonderful, but I only recommend doTERRA. And how do we connect with you in order to order essential oils? Oh, yes. So you can go to my website, which is distillandexpress.com. And I'm sure you'll you put that in the notes for people to go to. Yes, and I just have a tab there and you can just buy them. And oh. and I um, welcome you and I share with you my tips and tricks on how to use them. Oh, that's really, really great that you offer that to people. And, and I imagine you're able to ship that all over the world. Is that true? Yes, well, doTERRA takes care of all of that. So I am more of an educator and I share that. And then with my clients that I'm working with um, in coaching, I gift them, you know, an essential oil when they come on so they can use it for meditation and for our hypnosis sessions and, um, you know, breathe them in and use them for relaxation uh, when we're working together. You mentioned a couple of specific essential oils. What are some of your other favorites? Mm, yeah, so some of my favorites are, I love balance, oh. which is great for meditation. It's great for grounding. So I feel like because we're you know in a highly stimulated world with technology and our phones and alerts, we need to ground ourselves. So I love balance. It's got um, blue tansy in it. It's got cedar wood in it. All of these grounding um, essential oils that are great for relaxation. I love serenity. That's another one that's great for sleep. And I, I'll put that in a bath with, a, with Epsom salts as well. And I love bergamot too. Bergamot is great for confidence. So I'll use that before I'm speaking or um, if I need to do a writing exercise and I want to feel confident in my expression, I'll use that. So those are some of the ones that I use on lemon, as I mentioned, in my water. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love I love cinnamon as well. Yeah, cinnamon's cinnamon's great for weight uh, control and weight loss. And I use it in on guard which is a blend that is protective. So it protects from germs and sickness. When I took my children to their pediatrician, the pediatrician literally said to me, she's like, your children are so well, what do you do to them? And I said, I use essential oils. Oh, that's incredible. And do you usually put them in diffusers as well? Yes, I mean, I don't even know if you can see, but I diffuse all day all night and I I sleep so well. My children sleep so well, which was great, obviously when they were babies. Um, I roll them on the bottom of their feet. So before the kids leave the house, I don't want them getting sick. My children never get sick. I never get sick. It's literally incredible. Um, incredible. And then I, you know, I put them in my coffee, like peppermint. I add my coffee and I blend it. Oh yeah, peppermint's a great one too. So, so tell me about rolling your children's feet. Do you do you rub essential oils into the soles of their feet? Yes. So I, um, DoTerra makes beautiful rollers, but you can make them yourself. So they're rollers with fractionated coconut oil, which I highly recommend because certain oils can be hot oils. Like for example, cinnamon is a hot oil, so you do not want to put that directly on your skin. Um, what else? Melaleuca, which is tea tree, is another hot oil 
or oregano, which I use for cooking, but that's a hot oil. So you have to know what you're doing, but you can dilute it with fractionated coconut oil, um, which does not dilute the purity of the oil, but it just makes it move onto the skin more smoothly. And I roll the children with confidence, uh, with, uh, with thinker, which is all about getting them ready for school and getting their mind turned on and with on guard, which is the protective blend. I see. And what does fractionated mean when you mention fractionated coconut oil? So you can just you can buy that from doTERRA as well. But coconut oil, when you see it, it kind of looks murky. There's like yes. molecules fat that's in the oil. Fractionated just means that it's the fat has been taken out. So it's a smooth, oh. clear oil that's really easy to roll onto the skin. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Well, I, I love coconut oil and I cook with it all the time. And I think it's a a great oil but i didn't know what fractionated meant so that's that's great to know well i'm fascinated that you're so interested in essential oils because i am as well and i i just think essential oils can make a really big difference in your life and it can like you said it can increase confidence it can help you with so many aspects of your wellness how many years have you been using essential oils jamie well so my daughter is going is almost so it's it's okay. funny her her birth date is um, is when you know I kind of found essential oil. So it's been about four years now. Right. Well, I know that in your bio it mentioned something about activewear. So have you created some kind of uh, clothing for women? No, not clothing, but I recommend. So what I, you know, because of my background is in fashion and in right. forecasting, I really do share the importance of what fabrics and technical fabrics do for your workout and to, to live your life. I feel like the fashion industry has changed so much of the materials that we use, like Lululemon, for example, making clothes that have wicking in them and ways that we can, and even some of the masks that we've seen during COVID that have wicking in them have really changed the way Americans is particularly dress. We want to be much more comfortable. We want to live an active lifestyle. Like athleisure has been something that I've talked about for a long time of like how we're going to start wearing like these more futuristic fabrics and wear them not just for working out, but like in our everyday life. Very interesting. Very interesting. So I'd like to talk about food and I know that you're a healthy eater. Let's talk about some of the some of the foods that you promote and and the way that you eat in order to promote a healthy lifestyle. Yes. Well, I just think one of the most important things is to think of food as fuel. Mm -hmm. Our body, our mind, our heart, all of these organs are machines and they, they need fuel. So when we're making decisions about what we're going to eat, sugary donut, leafy salad, like they're both food, <laughs> but which one is going to fuel our body? And then also tuning to your body, listening to your body, thinking about what is right for your body. Do you have a reaction to dairy? If you do, don't eat it. <laughs> you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or it, coffee, for example, if you're having a lot of caffeine, how do you feel? How is your sleep? And that's why when we started off talking, Bruce, about holistically, it's all connected. We're all like molecules that are connected to each other. So listening to your body and seeing what works well and what doesn't 
And another thing that I like to do too, I use this sometimes if I go out to eat, I'll muscle test. I will, and I'm sure you've done this before, like with hypnosis of like asking your subconscious mind, yes or no questions. I'll muscle test and say, does my body want to eat salmon right now? Is that going to be, if you, or do I want a completely vegetarian meal? And I'll ask my subconscious mind and then I'll order my food. Ah, very interesting. Very interesting. And so do you have your children eat, um, say, for instance, processed sugars or are they, do they not have that at all? No, I mean, my children, so funny, they eat only organic Mm -hmm. and we choose wisely and I'd like to educate them. So I'll take them to the farmer's market. I take them to Whole Foods. I show them different types of fruit and vegetables and they know now that eating fruits and vegetables are like what they want to eat the most of and then grains after that and mostly um, vegetarian as well. And, you know, I'll let them have a treat while they'll have an ice cream every once in a while. But I love where I live. There's a Ben and Jerry's, which is a B Corp and it's all organic and we'll choose to eat ice cream from there. Oh, that's great. That's really wonderful. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited about this, this training that you have for people mastering your second act. And you also have your website, Distill and Express. Tell us what we can expect to find when we go to distillandexpress.com. Yeah, so it's, the name is actually about essential oils and the process of creating them. So the distillation process is what creates essential oils from petals So like roses and things like that. And then the expression process is creating essential oils that are from the rind. So Mm. lemons and limes and things like that. So I have information on how to get in contact with me, uh, testimonials, where you can buy the doTERRA essential oils, and a little bit about the talks and events that I have going on. And then Mastering Your Second Act, of course, is where you can go to watch the free masterclass. Jamie, can you tell us about one of your clients that uh, you've helped to manifest things in their life and you've helped them to transition to a better place? Sure. Yeah, I think one of the main things that a shift that happens with my clients is recognizing and being aware of trends or patterns that they see in their life. So seeing a pattern of unworthiness and how that manifests in no matter how hard I work, I always have the same salary or I always feel treated this way in my job or no matter who I look for in a partner, it kind of always ends up this way. So what I do with my clients is I elevate them. We remove those negative stories using hypnosis, using time techniques. We remove them so that they're able to get into a higher vibration and get into a state where they can actually manifest things that they want to in, in their life. So uh, my clients are manifesting better jobs, uh, better partners, more money, abundance, all of those sorts of things. 
Well, Jamie, it's been really great to talk to you today. And uh, I I always want to ask a question about bullying because I've worked in the field of bullying prevention for a long time. So I like to ask about bullying, if that's ever been an issue in your life. And if you have a story that you can share with us where mindfulness would have made a difference. Mm, You know, I haven't really encountered bullying, but I think it is really important to number one speak up um and number two seek help and you know there's you know the two sides obviously but really getting to the root of what's going on i mean i imagine that the person that is doing the bullying has some deep stories absolutely obstacles in their life that that is what we would want to uncover yes You are so right about that, for sure. As we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this. Who is one person who has been a powerful mindfulness influence in your life, Jamie? Mm, Abraham Hicks. If anyone doesn't know who's listening, doesn't know, um, she's a manifestation uh, conduit. And so you can find her on YouTube, just in case. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and I'll put that in our show notes as well. Number two, how has mindfulness affected your emotions or how you deal with your emotions? Mm, emotions are everything. I feel like the EQ is super important. And mindfulness gives me control over my emotions. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. Mm, I love breath work so much. It's a consciousness, once again, that when you're stressed, you're breathing in the upper levels. Whereas when we relax, we do deep belly breathing. Yes, for sure. If you could recommend a book related to mindfulness, what would that be? Uh, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Okay, I have not read that one yet, so I'm going going to order it and look forward to reading that one. Can you share an app which can help with mindfulness? Yes, absolutely. The Calm app is one of my favorites. I I met the CEO when I was in LA who created it. And he really talked about how, you know, when Nike came out with this idea of jogging, people running in 1977, it was like ludicrous. Like, why would you run and health and being healthy? And that's where mindfulness is. We're just starting to understand the power of manifestation and being mindful. And now it's becoming much more of the norm. So I recommend that app for sure. Well, Thank you so much for being on the show today. If you could recommend a piece of advice to our listener who is maybe struggling a little bit, maybe not in that place that you are where you're feeling very um, grounded and centered, what piece of advice would you have for that listener? Well, first of all, go to my Mastering Your Second Act. That can really help you. But things that we can do on a daily basis that are absolutely free are meditate for five minutes, uh, go into nature and put your feet into the grass, take a walk in nature and journal. These are all things that are free that you can really quiet the mind, get connected to source and start from there. Start to figure out what is going on with you. Connect to yourself. Jamie, I'm so honored to know you, and I want to thank you so much once again for being on the show today. 
Thank you so much, Bruce. So good to be here. Yes. Bye now. Bye. Hey, Mindful Tribe, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Jamie Sabat. I really enjoyed meeting her. And uh, if you did enjoy it, don't forget to check out her website at masteringyoursecondact.com. Yeah, she really has a lot to offer and I enjoyed talking to her so much. But how are you doing? How are you doing, Mindful Tribe? Are you moving through these months with relative ease and and feel like you're you're feeling content and you're feeling grounded and that that you're just good with who you are I sure hope that's true I hope you are feeling a sense of contentment in your life and that you feel as though you're moving forward in a positive way and if you are fantastic if you're struggling if you're suffering, if you're feeling like, oh gosh, I've been listening to so many of Bruce's episodes talking about anger, talking about hate, you know, some of these episodes I've been doing on the weekends, if any of that has resonated with you, well, you know what, you're not alone. There are thousands and millions of people out there who are experiencing the same thing who are struggling for one reason or another it could be because of earlier traumas in your life it could be because of this lockdown it could be a whole combination of reasons but the bottom line is it's time to do something about it it's time to make a difference for you you deserve it you are worth it so do what you need to do and you need to listen to your body and listen to your mind to know what you need to do one of the possibilities is reach out to me and send me an email and we'll jump on a call and we'll talk about it maybe hypnosis is right for you hypnosis is one of the quicker ways to deal with some of those inner turmoils and my clients have found so much relief so much um, well so much joy in being able to move forward as a result of digging in and getting to the root of these problems and examining how we can move forward using forgiveness and, and just working through these issues so if that's you do send me an email bruce at mindfulnessmode.com and put mastering your second act in the subject line and I'll know that you heard this on on this particular episode so stay well I appreciate you listening to the show so much and just have a have a great few days until you tune in again to another episode on mindfulness mode so just take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm focus and happiness stay in the mode